When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hoops and Cards. This is Gary, your host. Really enjoying this top 10 buys from each conference yesterday. We covered the Western Conference, or at least five of those guys. We started with Michael Porter Jr., Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker, and then of course, Zion, Zion Williamson. And so you here you are. Today we're going to round out the Western Conference with uh, the top five. And so I'm pumped. I'm actually finding myself uh, trying to pick up some of these guys in the top five because I cannot believe how quickly they are forgotten, how quickly their values drop, and how really a lot of seasonal buyers, people that focus on every season, buying and selling sports cards, football, baseball, basketball, soccer, you know, Marvel, whatever. It's just a different approach than, than what I'm trying to do and what you are probably doing too basketball cards, collecting and investing. Let's get after it. The Western Conference. Guys, we did the countdown from number 10 to number 6. And that went something like this. Number 10 was Michael Porter Jr. of the Denver Nuggets. Number 9, Anthony Davis of the Lakers. Number 8 was Anthony Edwards, Ant-Man from the T-Wolves. Only 20 years old. Yikes. Number 7, Devin Booker, superstar. Already been to the finals for the Phoenix Suns. And number 6, Zion. Zion Williamson. He's, a, he's only 20 years old, too, or 21. 21. Let's say he's 21. I mean, just pulling numbers out of thin air. So, yeah, what a, what a fantastic list so far. I've been looking at uh, buying these players or taking a, a look at what I, what I currently have. Cards and values of these players. And remember, this list, I'm looking at guys that are either already goats. There's very few goats. Greatest of all times one in each conference. There's already superstars that are under the age, well, I guess 28, right? But superstars that I think are good values and uh, good buys in the NBA basketball card world. And then rising stars, guys that are just now on the scene, guys that maybe are, you know, 23, 22, 21 years old. And then prospects, prospects, guys that I like long-term significance. In fact, We're going to get to a couple here in the West, but let me just go right into it to number five. That 
That is right. Number five is Ja Morant of the Memphis Grizzlies. And maybe my list is guard heavy because these guys have the ball, score a lot, keep their offenses in motion. Ja Morant, only 21 years old. And wow, did he have a fantastic season, second year. Um, And yet his cards are reasonably priced and have been down for a while because Memphis didn't advance too far in the playoffs. I think some of it's because their young core of players didn't get the chance to play together a whole lot before getting into that uh, play-in. And so Jaron Jackson Jr., incredible talent. I love him, but he was he was not a fit chemistry-wise just coming off that injury for most of the season. So I believe he will be. I believe Ja has an incredible year ahead of him with all of his guys at full strength. Love what they have done overall with that roster. And so Ja Morant, 21 years old, he is starting to remind me, guys, of Damian Lillard. And he's a highlight reel waiting to happen. If he starts to put together a a three-point shot that is, you know, 40% or higher, that guy is, he's already at all-star caliber. Let me, let me just say that. And he had, he had sort of a dip in his play in February. I don't know if he was discouraged or hurt or something, but boy, did he really pour it on in, in April and May. And so y'all know that I got back in getting a job around green prism. Love. I love his cards. I, I love that there's a variety of jaws to go after, but right now the jaw uh, silver is affordable. The jaw Donruss net marvels. The, there's a lot of different parallels you can go after, and I, I just think he's fun to watch. But I also think when a guy's prism rookie raw is a hundred bucks or less, and he's playing as well and has such an upside and is on a playoff team and is already a household name for people that know the NBA. 21. I can't, I can't believe it. You guys, 21 years old. So yeah, I'm a little bit biased because I love the player, but definitely think this kid has a great 15 year NBA run ahead of him. And we will all wish we had bought every John Morant card possible, you know, at this point in time. So number five in the Western Conference buys Ja Morant. Yeah, yeah, no surprise there. Number four on the on the five buys here today, Shea Gilgis Alexander from the Oklahoma City Thunder, and you guys have heard me mention him a lot if you listen to Hoops and Cards. I love the fact that here is a guy whose rookie cards are often, you know, take a backseat in popularity to the guys in his class like Luca and Trey, even Michael Porter Jr. at times, and here's a player who on a team that, you know, so far away from the playoffs, very young a uh, very young core with lots of draft picks to build on, but they signed this kid to a max extension. Shea Gilgis Alexander, I want to say, is 23, maybe 22. I've got it written down over there, but there's a guy that, when healthy, is 25 points a game, five or six assists. 
and great percentages, great all-around game, decent, uh, dangerous shooter, and and a good defender. He is he is great all around and uh, definitely worth Oklahoma City locking up and building around for the future. Now here's the here's the thing. One of the concerns about Shea Gilders Alexander in comparison to say uh, Michael Porter Jr. You know, or um, even even DeAndre Ayton from that same rookie class. Those two guys are on got teams you know that are going to make a deep playoff run. I don't know if SGA is ever going to see the playoffs at Oklahoma City. And, and my response to that is, well, <laughs> one way or another, uh, greatness is going to shine. And either SGA will be the centerpiece or one of the centerpieces on an Oklahoma City team that eventually does get there with all of those assets, all of these young, raw guys like Pokazhevsky and Dort, Maladon. They have so many players with, with great upside, and they have tons of draft picks. So either he's going to be a part of that core that when they're, when their age group, when, they're, when they all get to be 24, 25, 26, they will make the playoffs. We'll show you. Let's make like a tree and get out of here. Oh, wait, wrong movie. They're going to be awesome. Uh, or just like some other guys you might know, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, just like those three had to leave the Shire to go into the depths of Mount Doom. No, they had to leave Oklahoma City to go to the bright lights of, say, a Houston or a Washington or Los Angeles. These guys had to go to Golden State, wherever Shea Gilgis Alexander may be in four years. You're going to wish you had listened to my words, people, and said, huh, remember back in 2021 when that Gary guy was doing that podcast thing and he told you to buy Shea Gilgis Alexander raw prisms or PSA 9 prisms or PSA 10 Donruss rated rookies? You know, remember when he told you how cheap he got that silver prism PSA 9 for on eBay in an auction and because he, he couldn't believe that a, that, a, that a guy who's been in the league two and a half years and he's averaging 25, six and six is, is like treated as almost like an afterthought in the card market because of Oklahoma City. Remember when that happened? Yeah, yeah. Shea Gildress Alexander, I don't need to say anything more, but I'll be talking about him all season long, you guys. I think he's a fabulous player. I, um, I like the taller guys that can play. He can facilitate the offense. Maybe Oklahoma City is developing several guards to have in that rotation uh, alongside him. So, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, number four, but he could wind up being number one. 33 points here already in this third quarter. Oh, SGA goes end to end in the scoop and score at the buzzer. Donovan Mitchell is number three on the top five buys here in the Western Conference. And guys, for a player who came into the league, what, around 2017, whose prism and optic rookies are as, I would say, like, they're in the clearance section of the sports card world right now and for no reason at all. None. 
Donovan Mitchell, I dare you to go to ESPN.com. NBA, dare you. Double dog dare. Triple Jordan Clarkson cornrows dare you to look at look at uh, Donovan Mitchell's game log from last season. And tell me that guy isn't already arrived as one of the top clutch performers and the best volume scorers in the league. And, you know, on one hand, you might say, well, Devin Booker's better because Phoenix went further. No, he's not. Donovan Mitchell, guys, uh, is just built like a tank. He's a leader. He's demanding the ball in crunch time. He's not deferring to other guys. And he has the ability to put the Jazz on his back and take them to, well, weren't they the number one seed one year? You know, if if Booker's cards were a lot cheaper, then we could have the conversation. But this is my five buys list. So with all the spotlight on Booker in the playoffs, people forgot about Donovan Mitchell and you can scoop rookie cards. You can find parallels that you wouldn't normally see. You can say, Wow, I love all of those prism. It really is the prism silver of Donovan Mitchell that I think is a bargain. It's out of it's out of my price range, but guys, uh, what tell you what's in my price range? The prism base PSA nine and PSA ten, and the PSA nine got to got to a little bit over two hundred bucks at its peak February March. And here it sits. You can probably buy one. In fact, I had a seller offer me one yesterday for $65. Guys, it's it's a steal, and it's the 2017. We're not talking overproduced years of the, like the last two with Zion or LaMelo or whatever. We're talking 2017. And a guy that, that still, I think for a lot of the country, a lot of the globe, is under the radar. This kid should have been on the Olympic team. I don't know what we were thinking, but... Donovan Mitchell, guys, he's number three on my five buys, partially because I see future MVP candidate. I see future NBA Finals appearance. I see Utah uh, loves him and has supported him and has a great cast around him. Mike Conley, Bogdanovich, Gobert, they're loaded. They added his uh, Donovan Mitchell's high school buddy, Eric Paschal, Pascal, Paschal. What is, how do you say Eric's name? He'll step back three. Oh, what a big bucket. Donovan Mitchell went all the way down the baseline, parked himself in the corner, and all of a sudden it's a four-point game. Now we're getting down to the place where, obviously, we're talking about a superstar and a goat. And I really could have put number two as number one or vice versa. But number two, as you heard, is Luka Doncic. Dallas Mavericks do everything forward, guard, scorer, rebounder, assister. He does it all. And uh, Slovenia showed off everything he could do in the Olympics triple doubles, all that. So Luca is definitely a buy because, and yet at the same time, a lot of his <laughs> value and the prices of his cards for like, hey, this guy's a future MVP. Hey, this guy's leading Dallas to future titles. Hey, this guy's doing things that no 22-year-old, no 21-year-old has ever done. All that's true. 
and he's fun to watch, and he's a leader and a cornerstone of a great franchise now. Uh, however, when you're going to buy his cards, a lot of those a lot of those successes for him already baked into the value of his cards. So six months ago, I would have said, uh, maybe don't buy. Maybe wait until August. And so that time is here. And Luca's just about any Luca card right now, I consider a great deal. I really do. I think with any of his cards, there's going to be a lot of them available on eBay or at the shows that you're at. And uh, there's always people that have the Luca Prism PSA 10. Now, you you have the opportunity with these cards, no matter what card it is, Optic, PSA 10, Luca Select Silver, you know, you have the chance because a lot of his cards are in the 100, 200, 300 and up range to buy uh, one of like 30 or 40 cards listed on eBay, buy at the lower end and sell at the higher end. I I just feel like there's always going to be a market for Luca. And I, I am a firm believer. I think it's fascinating to see how Dallas will approach uh, getting another superstar to join him because they desperately need that. I don't think Tim Hardaway Jr. is the answer. Sorry, Kristaps Porzingis is not the answer. They really need another big deal player. Think about um, Milwaukee and how they finally added guys that fit Giannis, but superstars that fit Giannis and the offense and Chris Middleton has always been there, but he's had the chance to step up. And then to add Drew Holiday was very costly, but the Bucks did the right thing. I wonder who Luca's Chris Middleton is going to be. I wonder who Luca's Drew Holiday is going to be. Dallas needs to put some just phenomenal load-bearing, like guys that can carry the team in the third quarter if Luca's in foul trouble. Guys that can take the big shots near the end of the game because everybody's going to be watching for Luca. It just seemed like a lot of the end of games for the, the Mavericks were like iso ball. Luca's going to dribble, pump back, fake, step back, and hit a three from 80 feet. Like he's just, and he does that sometimes. Maybe not 80 feet. Oh, really? Oh, really? Luka Doncic, number two on the five buys list. And uh, where are you at with him? Guys, that's one guy I'd like your feedback on. Uh, Is he a priority for you or is he already too high priced? And and some of these other guys I've mentioned today, their cards are a, (laughs) they're in the clearance aisle for no reason at all. So yeah, Luca for longevity, value and upside, but the bargains right now may be more like Ja, Donovan Mitchell, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Yay! Gotta get it in. Here's Luca. Gets it away. It's gold. A Doncic dagger. So before I say who number one is in the Western Conference as a buy, I want to say who he isn't, who it's not. You guys, it is not Jaron Jackson Jr. Get off me. It is not Kevin Porter Jr. It is not Kenyon Martin Jr. It's not. It's not even a junior. It's, it's, it's not De'Aaron Fox. You know, it's not Tyrese Halliburton. I'm not coming at you with Cameron Johnson or, you know, Damian Lillard. I'm, I'm not. I'm not giving you, hey, here's the, wow, C.J. McCollum's a bargain. Like, I'm not giving you some obscure name. But as I just rattled off a bunch of guys, those are some of my 
uh, runner-ups, some of my honorable mentions. It's not the Joker. Although that guy's cards, oh, wow. Like if you're going to get in on a, on a Jokic rookie, that those are a little bit older as far as modern goes and harder to find in PSA 10s. You know, there's some worthy guys that I did not put on this list, Russell Westbrook. I did not put on this list, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Lugens Dort. Dort. I did not put you on the list, Jaden McDaniels. You were like, why, why are you even mentioning me on this podcast? Jaden, you know, sometimes I mean to say Jalen and I say Jaden. So whatever. There are a bunch of good players that did not make the list. Keldon Johnson may or may not have been one of them. Right? Marvin Bagley III isn't my top guy in the West. If you put two and two together and you've listened to me for more than 81 seconds, you know who my number one player in the Western Conference has a bye, especially now in the offseason. Like how I went falsetto. Especially now in the... <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, let's get to it. With the first pick in the 2003 NBA draft, the Cleveland Cavaliers select LeBron James. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm coming home. Coming home. LeBron James is number one. I'm in Akron as I'm recording this, so I got to say that, but I actually do believe it. I believe he is not just the, the greatest player in the history of the NBA. I believe that he's the best buy right now, but you have to know what to look for. And, you know, a lot of these guys, they're rookies on the list. The rookies are affordable. I mean, I just got through rattling off names like Keldon Johnson and I didn't say Tyrese Maxey. I'm keeping him for next week. But my point is, you can't buy LeBron rookies. If you do, you got to go get PSA 6 or 7 or 5. You have to know what other LeBron cards would I chase or would I see as hot cards to buy in a down or an August market for the NBA. And so that's where let's get... Let's geek out a little bit and say what LeBron James cards, graded or not, would be affordable, coveted, desired, and uh, retain, at least retain their value, but certainly go back up when the next NBA season starts. And the cards that come to mind for me as I try to hold down a hiccup, (laughs) oh geez, as I try, Coke, thanks a lot, Coca-Cola. I tried to hold it down, but I'm talking about LeBron James 2012 Prism. And I don't like seeing him in the Miami Heat uniform, but there it is. The first Prism. And awesome. I guess iconic because it's the first Prism set. That's that's a card that's going to retain solid value for a long, long time. And it's a better deal now than it's been in a long, long time. So 2012 Prism. I would say 2016 Optic which also has Kobe Bryant in the picture. Love that card. Get that card and grade it, or it's already graded for you. That's a fantastic LeBron James card to have. I like, and has become far more affordable than it was a year ago, the 2019 LeBron Prism Silver, the first prism with the Lakers uniform on it. And I just think it's a gorgeous card, period. 
I love all the parallels of it. I have a pink cracked ice that's a PSA 10 that I got for like 20 bucks on eBay in a former life and had it graded and I got lucky. It's a 10. There are cards, other cards like the select courtside LeBrons of just about any year. Yeah, the Net Marvels cards. Yeah. There's there's just a lot. I, you know, one of the things I would I would suggest you look at, and I think I'm stealing a a play idea from Cage Lawyer of Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My. I I like the idea of chasing after LeBron game worn patches, patch cards. I mean autos are gonna set you back five hundred bucks, but patch cards, you can find some of those affordable, uh, you know, and, and save those searches on eBay because something will pop up and you'll be like, I can't, I can't pass this up. It's under a hundred bucks. It's under 50 bucks. Any LeBron numbered cards are like gold. Any LeBron patch cards are like gold. Like I said, courtside select cards, even some of the, the revolution, the, the, the fractal, the Chinese new year. I love I love the look of them. And so when I talk about LeBron, I'm definitely a collector. Uh, in fact, I've had uh, several of you guys just give me cool looking LeBron cards and that's awesome. That's part of my collection that goes in a in a case that I display those at, at home and uh, love it, just love it. So at the same time for you investors out there, I, I can't think of a better, let me say both safe in retaining value and incredible upside. It's like buying stock in Apple. And if you look at Apple's uh, chart for the last 10 years, 20 years, certainly 40 years, but like it's a sol- he's a solid blue chip, all time great. And LeBron James definitely has another championship run in him with Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and all those guys they signed. So this is a short term flip play as well. And the time to buy is right now. So I have, and I am the dilemma I'm having is I've, I've got several awesome LeBron cards that I really think it would increase their value if they were graded and they would grade. Well, I'm holding out for uh, PSA to release different options for grading. And I may be like, you know, good luck with that. It's going to be, you know, 2032. I don't know. By the way, will people still care about LeBron James cards in 2032? And the answer is yes. Will they care about LeBron James cards in 2042? Yes. All the kids who grew up watching LeBron James in Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland, and Los Angeles, those kids are gonna grow up, get jobs, make money, and guess who they're gonna buy? Where we're all busy in our 30s and 40s watching the last dance and telling our kids that Jordan was the best even though we all know better like they will be telling their kids about LeBron James and how he revolutionized the forward position yeah I know Pippen had assists LeBron is just a monster like he's a large physical specimen 6'8 6'9 and he makes everybody around him better he will he will wind up as one of the top two or three career leaders in points, assists, probably rebounds, and lots of other things. So LeBron James, guys, not rocket science, but dude, a very safe, very exciting, very high upside moving forward, whether it's a sell next year or a sell 
in 20 years, like as part of your retirement savings, you're buying some some hot LeBrons and you're just sitting on them. And uh, so am I. Well, everybody, that is a wrap on the Western Conference, and uh, you can't go wrong with any of those 10 guys. You could probably make your own list of 10 guys I didn't include, so have fun with Damian Lillard and Kawhi Leonard and all the other people you would put on your list. I just think your list is boring. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. It just shows that there's so many great players in the NBA. I mean, Jamal Murray has a case to be added to a list. Russell Westbrook, of course. Some of these guys will be uh, impactful players and cards for a long, long time. And I love it. I love doing this countdown. I love also uh, making these lists has helped me in some negotiations online already. So mostly Eastern Conference, guys. So with our next episodes, we turn to the East. We look eastward as yonder approacheth Lameloeth. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about the Eastern Conference top 10 buys our next two episodes Guys, send me a, a shout out at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. Tell me where you're from. Ask me for a free card. You don't even have to ask. You can just say, hey, dude, is that free card thing still a thing? And I can be like, for you it is. Yeah, because I I, uh, I see you guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of this Hoops and Cards movement that we got going. Whether you are in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, or... Corpus Christi, Texas, or, um, well, I mean, there's a few of you listening in Melbourne, Australia. Boom. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Is it Melbourne, Melbourne? I don't know. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to bring uh, some of our hoops and cards friends on from the land down under. Have an awesome week. Let's get ready for the Eastern conference. Boom.